Previously on Polyvox. Fricky's eyes are open wide with fear, and he seems to be straining against some kind of bond that you can't see. And behind him, absolutely dwarfing him, this hulking figure wearing a brown wool cloak looks up at the three of you with her shy little smile and says, It's a small world, Professor Irshish Khadim and friends. And the signet. <gasps> God uh, no. damn it! Knew it! This bitch again! This bitch. She climbs up slowly and pulls a small glass vial of viscous, milky white liquid from a pocket under her cloak. And she says, um, It was a mistake to try to turn the captain, but her first mate is more disposable. If he doesn't take to the nectar of purity, it's not such a loss. And if he does lose himself, I can always come for one of you. Besides, can't you admit you're curious about how we're made? Cruel and Elion have heard of the nectar of purity as a liquor distilled from the nectar of a rare white lily found in magical forests such as this. And Irsu and Cruel know of this nectar as... More importantly, you know of its applications as a very unstable way of making vampires. The city was taken over, it was taken over some weeks ago by a faction of zealots who wished to purge the city of what they call this Anton's fire. This poison overtook the land and drove their people mad, and that's that's why I didn't want you to eat the food. People who eat the food around the city and in the city of Una, um, they develop this strange fear of everything around them. And so the zealots started rounding up anybody who wasn't going mad and executing them for witchcraft. And so when the Order of Vines got wind of this, we started spiriting people away into the Gateway Grove, trying to protect them, hoping the forest would transport them to another safer town, somewhere near the Caldera. And now it's basically just the zealots who are in Una, and they're slowly starving and going mad in their insane city. A momentary calm in the tumult offers itself to our heroes, but out in the city of Una, things are heating up. Will the Anthro gangs step up their game and not only rescue their friend Captain Task, but the entire city of Una? Find out with us on Palebox! Signet, rescued Fricky, and stolen the nectar of purity from the unnatural shadow surrounding the Signet's ashy remains. The battlefield then shattered as the Eagbill tree sprouted straight through it, bringing with it the Order of Vines. And now your surroundings shift to a more familiar sight, a clearing on a cliff surrounded by a grove of stony aspens covered in mushrooms. Vitria tends to Fricky's wounds, chanting under her breath and casting a prayer of minor restoration to bring him fully out of the magical paralysis the signet had bound him in. 
Akina and Foxglove get to setting up camp, and it's about midnight. With the fire lit and the camp set, Foxglove approaches you. Well, friends, we certainly have things to discuss. It's worrisome indeed that you've spotted a vampire in these groves, though I'm certainly glad you killed it, but it can wait till morning if you need to rest. So, um, uh, I know you guys are about, like, half health-ish, so you guys can just take a long rest if you need to, um, at this point. Thanks, DM. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Cruel face plants. Into <laughs> a, a, <laughs> Cruel has the running dream. <laughs> the that, running like, dream. Dogs have. <laughs> well, speaking of which, actually... You you do all have a nice sleep, but you do you each have some some pretty wild dreams and uh, nice. Um, I've got a I've got some I've got some dream stuff to. Oh, we're doing like a three act dream sequence episode. Yeah, three act dream sequence episode. Yeah, here we go. Um, so. Elion, you dream of a great city. It stands between a range of hills and a basin of aspens. You walk through this city's streets, noticing fruit trees on all sides of you, gardens of moss and herbs and fruits hanging in mats and from vines growing down from the walls of the buildings. And you feel this strange manipulation of scale as you continue to walk through the city. You feel tiny as you notice outside the city walls these blades of grass the size of enormous tree trunks, blocking the sunlight briefly as they cross between you and Hot's brilliance. And you enter a building, a great temple library. It's full to the brim with holy texts and lit by magical lanterns floating above desks with your fellow holy men reading and debating theology in hushed voices. The stairs go down into the depths of the earth, and you enter this maze of tunnels filled with books. The walls smell pleasant, but musty, and the light dims further and further, and you find yourself relying on the smell. You want nothing more than to find a particular book, and as you're hunting for it, you find it difficult to remember the title of the text. This bothers you immensely. Finally, in a bolt of recollection, it comes to you. But in that instant, a shadowy figure steps out of the darkness, puts their hand over your mouth, and slits your throat. You wake up, sweating. Cruel, you dream of a garden of white lilies. They glow in the moonlight, even, it seems, when the moon goes behind a cloud. You feel that this should be a holy space, but something's wrong. As you feel this corrupting presence, you locate a shadowy figure hunched over a patch of lilies, collecting pollen. They then enter a little hut, lit by a pleasant flicker from inside, and you hover at the door, wondering whether to knock, as a quiet grinding sound begins from the kitchen window, hanging on the doorknob you notice a familiar-looking necklace. Irsu. It's difficult to tell if you're dreaming at all. 
For the longest time, it feels more like you're drifting between that kind of wakefulness when no time seems to pass, and that kind of half-sleep when you blink, and it's suddenly further along in the night. You finally get up from your bedroll, not knowing whether you're dreaming, and you feel this strange pull toward the great eagle tree down the clearing. It's irresistible. You don't know whether you're even walking toward it or floating. You find yourself closer than you've ever been yet to this monster of a tree, close enough to touch its bark, and once again you marvel at how wide its trunk is. It's so wide that your perspective becomes a little unclear, and it almost looks like it's wrapping around you. And then it does. It does wrap around you. You're inside the tree. It's embracing you. It hums this note of sad satisfaction, and you wake up before the rest of your party with something in your hand. A small piece of amber, with a single worker ant frozen inside, set in a silver pendant with a symbol in the bottom of the frame that you can read. The symbol doesn't mean anything on its own. It's a primary case marker symbol in classical Ith, the language on the standing stones. It's uninflected, meaning it would provide no additional information other than the case of the word that it would begin if there were any other letters after it. But on its own, it just means oblique case. It means content or unmarked. And you hear a voice in your head from the ant. It whispers, My name is Ursula and I can help you if you keep me hidden from the vampires. And now we're all awake. <laughs> Irsui, you've received this campaign's first magic item. Woohoo! Hey! We have a familiar. You've received the pendant of the mad worker Oh, oh, that's From me. <laughs> <laughs> Lift! <laughs> Lift! <laughs> A group where we all pretend to be ants. <laughs> um, What's better than this? What From is this? From inside the amber pendant, the muffled worker ant rages against her queen telepathically. Once you attune to her, she will grant you one clairvoyance per long rest. One speak with plants per long rest, one speak with dead per long rest, or one insect plague per week. You may be of any class to use this pendant without expending a spell slot. If you attempt to use her services while another of her spells is cooling down, however, you may only do so if you pass a DC 17 persuasion check. And if you fail the charisma check, the following night she will keep you up with ramblings in your head, causing you one level of exhaustion. Could you repeat Damn. the abilities, or yeah, or is there? Uh, I can just. Uh, is there a I'll stat block for you. it? Okay. Yeah. Hey, those ramblings sound like my uh, my anxiety attacks late at night. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind <laughs> of a it's kind of a it's it's kind of a sleep paralysis demon. Um, <laughs> demon a very ant. very small one. A very like tiny one. one. Uh, yeah. Very, very cute. I very too cute. rage against my employers in a small space to which I am forever confined. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> How timely. This is so timely. I too am ant. I, I am also ant. So this is uh I just sent you the stat block and um I can also send you a small um 
picture of Ooh. what this looks like because I designed it in Illustrator. Um, where the heck? Where the heck did it go? Uh, 0.5 times. It's probably too big. Nope, it's there. Okay, there you go. That is Ursula. Hello. Ah. <laughs> oh. Delightful. Yes. So she is going to be keeping you guys company um, on your journeys. Um, and actually, anyone can be attuned to Ursula. Um, so uh, it takes... I forget how attunement works uh, in 5th edition. I think um, it takes like the the equivalent of a short rest to change attunements. Um, so if you want to break your attunement to Ursula, you have to take a short rest. And then if some, uh, and if someone else wants to attune to Ursula, then, um, they have to take a short rest with her. Um, and, uh, but, but you don't have to be able to use magic to use her spells. You just have to be able to convince her to use her spells. Um, please. Yeah. <laughs> And she has a mix of uh, cleric and druid spells that are pretty useful. Insect Plague particularly is extremely damaging spell. It's a fifth level druid spell. Um, oh, Christ. Yeah. Damn. Oh, my heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be. But you can only use it once per week. And if you use any of the other spells while that's cooling down, then you have to pass the DC 17 persuasion check. So that's how that works. And is it I can only use one of those things per week or I get each one per or um per long rest or I get each one per long rest? Uh you can only use one of those per, you can only use one of those spells while any of the others are cooling down. Wait, or, so what, what is sorry, yeah. Well, you can only use one of those spells while any of them are cooling down. So, so um okay. If if it, sorry, yeah. That was that was not that was not an act, a good explanation. If anything is cooling down, you cannot use a spell unless you pass the charisma check. There it is. Okay, so I I have to pick one basically. Yeah, or you have pass to pick the charisma one. check. Okay. You have to, yeah, pick one, pass the charisma check, or um, wait. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but uh, clairvoyance is going to be pretty useful if you find yourself in a dungeon. Um, Speak with plants. Obviously, you're in the middle of a forest right now, and you could have used that uh, when you were with the fungus. Um, Running and, theme. Um, hopefully, you won't be needing speak with dead anytime soon. Um, <laughs> and uh, huh. yeah. Hopefully, so, they say. Hopefully, they say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, and I, I also figured it would be fun to have like an insane ant just along your travels. We're we're collecting NPCs. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you realize, Rune. I'm I'm going to make it my mission throughout the rest of the campaign to create like a buddy comedy like <laughs> vaudeville group with uh, Ursula the ant. <laughs> like I'm going to just constantly be like, "Hey, Ursula, what do you think about this?" <laughs> Just like have like a ventriloquist like a ventriloquist dummy of an ant. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. God. Yeah. Or even just. If you can do it in the transatlantic accent as cruel. Uh, uh, That'd be. 
Oh, 100%. And I just, I want Ursula to respond in, like, sheer madness. Like, hey. Ursula, what do you think about this? I think the queen has been hoarding all of her eggs forever. And then my bow tie spins. Third base. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I haven't heard a who's on first reference in a very long time. I'll have you know. Hey. <laughs> so you guys are all awake after your dreams, and um, Foxglove and Akina wake up shortly after, followed by Vitria, Fricky, and Zane. And Foxglove finds some... Uh, they forage some uh, some plants and mushrooms and berries, and then they cast good berry. Um, so a cluster of pink berries appears in their hands, and they mix that into the rations and heat it over the fire. Um, and they make this little, like, essentially, like, like cereal, hot cereal um, over the fire. Uh, not very filling, but nutritious. And over breakfast, they ask, they start to ask their questions about the signet. So, tell me everything. What happened when we lost you to the grove? Well, uh, as far as I can remember, there was, we were just sort of walled off, and the Signet, who is this big buff uh, vampire lady, uh, cornered us, but we got the drop on her, and I took this as a reward, and I hold up my little bottle of of vampire juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she called this. What did she call this? She she confirmed that this was nectar of purity. Did she? I forgot. That's out of character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she did. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yes, it is. It is purity. Of, it is. It is purity nectar. But I, I affectionately refer to it as vampire juice. Mountain don't. Vampire Mountain don't. Yes. Mountain don't. Yes. Mountain don't. <laughs> or as we like to say, do the don't. <laughs> please, please do not the juice. <laughs> um, Foxglove, uh, looks at it apprehensively, despite, um the fact that they're joking around with you guys and you know they kind of crack this little nervous grin um and then they it turns into a bit of a grimace and they say keep that safe um do me a favor keep it safe it's it's a very powerful item you know and and it's possible we can use it to restore some life to the forest i mean who knows maybe that'll help una somehow oh um, it's very concerning that someone has been harvesting these lilies they are extremely rare and very important to the functioning of the forest. If enough of them were destroyed to make this nectar, it's possible that the ecology of the gateway grove has been disrupted or even compromised in some way. And maybe that's the source of Anton's fire. 
but um, we'll have to do some more investigation to figure that out. Mm -hmm. All right. Good to know. Um, and as Foxglove is handing you back the nectar cruel, there's a commotion at the end, uh, at the edge of the groove. Um, and an unfamiliar voice starts shouting from pretty far away. Like, it's kind of hard to figure out what they're saying, but you've not heard this voice before and everyone's accounted for at the campsite. So my hair is curling up my nose. <laughs> it's really hard to be serious when my hair is picking my nose for me. <laughs> is this what the unfamiliar voice is saying? <laughs> yes. yes. It resolves itself. It is itself. now. <laughs> it's like, ah, shit. Is. Ah, damn it. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> God, that was the worst timing for me to say that because the unfamiliar voice is actually screaming for help. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's okay it's totally fine um so the voice is saying help help they're coming and it's this high like this very like clear high voice and zane and akina are on their feet in an instant weapons at the ready by the time you see the stranger pretty much everybody's prepared for a fight and there's a human woman running full speed toward your campsite, looking terrified and pretty disheveled. Behind her, through the trees, emerge five others, all dressed in some kind of militia-issue armor and holding spears. Vitria casts Thaumaturgy, shouting, What is the meaning of this? <laughs> and one of the armed men pursuing the stranger claps his hands to his ears. Another responds, by the order of the zealots of Una, hand over the witch. And I need you all to roll for initiative. Which ah. witch? Uh. Uh, nine. Nine. Uh. <laughs> Two. Oof. <clears throat> God. Uh, I'm in edit mode for some reason because I'm a fool. Foxglove is 18. Um, for Vitria is 16. For Zane is 13. For Freaky is 7. Okay. Um, oh, also, uh, Irsu, what was your um, what was your max health now that you're at level four? Um, just so 27. I know. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. So um, these guys. Uh, so Foxglove has um, Foxglove is going to take the first, make the first move. They are going to immediately cast Blight. 
um, onto one of onto the 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 per, the militia member, the zealot, who um, who clapped their hands over their ears. And that person needs to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, fails. Um, and takes 8d8 damage. Um, 39 damage and is immediately knocked unconscious. Hey! <laughs> One <Wow>. shot. <laughs> well. Huh. Oh! How the turntables. How the turntables. <laughs> um, yeah, fourth level necromancy is not something to be messed with. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Uh, next we've got, next in the order, we've got Vitria, who is going to um, cast uh, uh, Enhance Ability on... Um, on you, Elion. Yes! <laughs> and also on you, Irsu. Uh, she's casting this as a third level spell. <sighs> so, um, you will both get, um, Bear's Endurance, which, uh, you get advantage on constitution checks, um, and 2d6 temporary hit points. Hooray! Um, so 2d6. You each get nine temporary hit points, which will be, um... So, Goddamn! So be... do we add that to our... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you add that to your maximum and to your, uh... So you, you get, like, nine extra hit points that will be, um... You can't heal those back. Um... But, uh, they're like... What do you call them? They're like those those like gold hearts in uh, in certain Super Mario games. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. I don't know if anyone knows this game, but the Binding of Isaac. They're like soul hearts. It's yeah. Never mind. <laughs> it's it's like that. The, Ma the Mario but, yeah. reference fold, sold it for me. Gotcha. Okay. It's I like didn't get either reference. It's like but I can kind of imagine what they yeah. do. Like once they're gone, they're gone. But for now, you have extra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For now, you've got yeah, extra. Yeah. Once they're once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of another way to explain it. I was like, the only thing my brain could come up with was, it's like if you duct taped a Goomba to your head, it's like, <laughs> technically it will take the damage, and when it's done, it's done. <laughs> when it's done, it's oh, done. No. You can't heal back oh, no. the Goomba. But... <laughs> That's true. That's actually a better way of describing it than the gold hearts, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the the Goomba is Mr. President Mr. Presidenting you, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um Get down, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was well done. Yeah, that, that was, was very, very good. good. Thank you. Goomba. If there's fully. one thing I if there's one thing I can do decently, it's certain like sound effect impressions because I've got a decent squeak. <laughs> <laughs> a squeak is a squeak is a skill not to be trifled with. To be honest, very so, true. Yeah. Very it's true. Good, it's a good skill. Um, all right. Next in the order, order we have Quintus the Zealot, um, who is going to be unconscious. Next in the order we have <laughs> Vay the Zealot. 
<laughs> is Quint is Quintus the fifth zealot or uh Qu- Quintus is the fifth name that I came up with. <laughs> hey. It works. And there are five of them. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> then we have Vey the Zealot, um, who is going to uh, throw his spear at um Irsu. Yeah. Um and that is a 17 to hit. Does that hit you? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is not going to be good. Because, oh boy. Because, oh boy. How do I... There we go. Okay, you take 12 piercing damage. Oh, okay. Could be worse. Um, uh, as the spear, uh, I guess, goes through your leg. Because that sounds like a pretty bad place for a spear to go. Honestly, there's not really a good place for a spear to go. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> except, like, except, like, you, like, catching it and being like, ha! Yeah. <laughs> but it took away my temporary Ha-ha. hit points, so it hit my, like, spectral leg. It hit your spectral Goomba leg. My spectral Goomba <laughs> leg. <laughs> Ow, my, my spectral little, my little leg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tweeting that. <laughs> His spectral Goomba leg. It's injured. <laughs> Doctor. Ah, my Goomba leg. My Goomba leg. Has me the spectroscopal. I've just... I, I've never I've never been right since the operation. I just have spectral Goomba leg syndrome. <laughs> um, the heck is just like indulgent pussy. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> um, next in the order, we have Taft the Zealot. Um, and Tuft the Zealot is going to come right up to, um, to Elyon. Ugh, can you not? <laughs> and do a two-handed, uh, swing with his spear. Does a 22 hit? I think it does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you- can I cast a... Can I cast Warding Flare? Yeah, Warding Flare. I'll do that with disadvantage then. Um, In your face. Does a 19 hit? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Fine. Fine, it gets me. Okay. All right. Um, you take 11 Disgust. piercing damage. Fine. So your your Goomba leg is also severed. Next in the order we have Modi the Zealot, and Modi the Zealot is going to come up to Cruel oh. and um, do a one-handed attack with his spear. Um, does a fifteen hit you? Just barely. Damn it. Oh man. Okay. Um. You take ten piercing damage. Damn. I'm gonna ready my revenge attack. Okay. 
Um, then we have Bor, the zealot, who is going to come up to um, Zane and make a two-handed attack um, with his spear. And 12 does not hit. So um, then we've got Zane, who is going to make a... Um, an attack against uh, Vey um, and does not hit. Um, Cruel, it's your turn. Alright. Um, hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I'll just stab the guy who just stabbed me. <laughs> that works. That, that's that's the same guy that Zane just tried to attack. So um, I'll say that you have you have uh, sneak attack damage on this. All right. Um, hang on. I'm... Sorry, I have a very loud keyboard. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Uh, okie doke. Then I guess I will sneak attack them. So D twenty plus your dex. All right. That is a. 14, that is an 18. That will hit. Yeah. Your damage plus your sneak attack damage. Four and two. Okay, so six and then your D8. Uh, yeah. That's an eight. Nice. Okay, so um, four, that's two, six, eight, 14. Two, 14. Okay, so that was for the zealot takes 14 damage okay um next in the order is irsu okay um i will do my uh who is who is uh, is who's in my vicinity right now i'm asking for the purposes of thunder wave <laughs> uh <laughs> At this Thunder point, wave purposes, yes. At this point, um, everybody is in your vicinity except for the zealot who was knocked unconscious by Foxglove and the uh, the woman who is fleeing the scene um, who has uh, hidden behind the tree. Um, just about everybody is at pretty good health on your team um, and has advantage on uh, you you and Elion have advantage on constitution saves which is what you would need for the thunder wave oh okay so it might not be a terrible idea mm. cool how's your health looking my health yeah. I'm at uh, 29 out of 39. Okay. So pretty I, decent, I guess. I, I, I will thunder wave with the promise of, of future healing. <laughs> Should it be necessary? <laughs> I, I appreciate okay. that. Irsu is both good cop and bad cop in this fight. Um, <laughs> true neutral cop. <laughs> true neutral cop. <laughs> Me at work. Uh, I'm gonna cause mischief, but I'll also solve it. <laughs> um, okay. 
So I'm going to roll so a con save for all the remaining zealots. Okay. Oh, wait, should I roll con save also? Yeah, roll with advantage. Uh, Elyon, roll with advantage. Cruel, just roll a standard con save. Okie doke. Ye fucking ha. I have a pretty good con. Uh, that's not going to help much. That's uh, a nine. Nine, okay. Does a, does a 14 save? Uh, what's your spell save DC, Irsu? What? It is as follows. My spell save DC is 14. Okay, so Elyon, you save. Cruel, you do not. Yes. Um, they saves. Toft does not. Modi saves. Or does not. So, um, roll your damage. Okay. Eleven. Um, so, uh, they takes six. Um, Do they have resistance to thunder? No, they saved on their. Uh, he oh, saved on oh. his con save. Yeah. Um, he made his con save. Uh, they takes six. Uh, Toft takes um, eleven. Um, I'm blanking on all math because that's how. Being gay works for me. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I Plus did it. Plus one crimes. I, I did minus it, guys. One math. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my stats. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Or the zealot is bloodied. So if I saved, I take half damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. And you, uh, Elion, you take six damage then? Yep. Okay. All right, next in the order is going to be Fricky, who is going to um, go straight for the one of the healthier ones, Vey. Um, stab with his short sword, um, which is a d20 plus three. Eleven does not hit. Um, but he's going to action surge and try again. And that does hit. So now he can do um, d6. And he does four damage to Vey. Okay. Next in the order is going to be Akina, who is going to, once again, a ringing, just a high pitched note of just ringing, shattering energy. Wait. Have we gotten to me yet, or uh, am I coming up? You're coming up. You're coming up. Cool, cool. You're last in the order. Yes. Um, this this high-pitched note of ringing, shattering energy just pings out uh, out of Akina and washes over all of you. And I need, I need everyone to make a con save again. Elion again with advantage. Irsu with advantage. Mm. And do I just roll normally? Yeah, you roll normally. Uh, 16. 16. That's a 13. Okay. Mine, I gotta check my modifier. Mine actually sucked, to be honest with you. 
Oh no, five. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, so Elyon and Irsu actually both um, failed and Cruel you saved. Um, so uh, let's see how the Zealots did. Um, oh, okay. They failed. Toft failed. Modi saved. Or saved. Okay, so Elyon and Irsu, you take 11 um, force damage. Okay. Okay. Um, and so does uh, they. He's bloodied. And so is Ta uh, Toft. Uh, the rest take six damage, including you, Cruel. Okay. Boar is pretty terribly bloodied at this point. Now it's Elyon's turn. Okay, so first things first, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. Okay. Uh, so that's 1d-something plus my con mod, right? Uh, I think it would be... Um, it would be a d4 plus your wisdom, but let me see. Uh, yeah, okay, it's a... Wait, I shouldn't check the D&D &D wiki. It's a little bit... Okay, 1d8 plus my spellcasting oh, ability, so 1d8 plus my wisdom. d8 plus wisdom, okay. Okay, so I've healed myself for four points. Okay. Uh... And then I'm going to use my bonus action to cast a spiritual weapon. Nice. And I'm going to use that to, um... Who's the bitch who attacked me? <laughs> that would be... That would be, uh... Toft. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and attack Toft. Does, uh... And that's... When you, when you summon the spiritual weapon, is that is that its own bonus action? Or, um, can you attack yes, with that bonus action? Uh, it says when you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. So you uh, go ahead and make roll your attack against Toft. Okay. So when you do the melee spell attack, is it just my d20 plus my spell attack bonus? Yeah. Okay. Ha! Huh, nat 20. So that's a 25. Damn. <laughs> okay. And that, that does 1d8 plus wisdom damage. Doubled, because it's crit. Should I confirm it? Uh, no, it's fine. Okay, so... Should I just roll once and then double that? Or roll twice? Roll once and double it. So, 4 plus 3 is 7, so 14 force damage. Toft the Zealot uh, is looking really bad, like, on his last legs. On his last, last legs. He's barely standing okay. up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. So that's my action. That's my action and my bonus action. So my turn's done. Yeah. Yeah. We're back to Foxglove, who is going to. Um... Aim for the legs, Foxglove. <laughs> Aim for the legs. Oh Those are his Sweep last the ones. Sweep the legs. his last ones. Fox... <laughs> Foxglove. Foxglove looks at you curiously and casts <laughs> Shilach on, uh, on their. Uh, on their quarter staff, um, which uh, imbues 
their quarterstaff with nature's power, and now they can use their spellcasting ability instead of strength for the attack and damage rolls of their melee weapon. Um, I should I should probably uh, I should probably let you know it's pronounced shillelagh. Shillelagh. Okay. Yeah, cool. It's it's a it's a I think it's Irish. Um, yeah. It is. To be okay. Fixed. Cool. As a as a Celtic fire alum, I'm gonna say it is shillelagh. Excellent. Cool. Shillelagh. I've I've li I've listened to Rocky Road to Dublin one too many times. Um, I'm glad that I've mispronounced it for everybody, so that I can s say that. Uh, um, so that I I can I can uh, I can annoy any any Irish Irish people in the in the. In the world. Oh no. Um. I I don't think that my from like. I've been to Ireland and I have friends who have Irish citizenship and they're like, yeah, Gaelic makes no fucking sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's. I yeah. mean, it doesn't, but it, that's okay. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, fine. I'm, I, I still feel bad, Ireland. I'm sorry. That's. I watched the movie The Wind That Shakes the Barley recently okay. and it's got so much Irish Gaelic in it. It's so good. I, Irish, I, Irish is a pretty yeah. language and I wish that I didn't have to butcher oh, yeah. it every time I tried. Oh yeah, I had well, I butchered so much of it. it like I butchered so much of it publicly on stage in Celtic Fire. It was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. So, they cast Shillelagh on uh, their uh, on their on their um, on their quarterstaff. Um, alternatively, they cast Shillelagh on their quarter staff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, own it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, folks, Gloof. Fuchs, Fuchs Gloof. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, they, uh, they swing their quarterstaff at, um, what the heck was the guy's name? At Modi, or no, at Toft, sorry. Um, and they roll their attack with, that's a d20 plus 4 17 hits and now they roll a d8 plus 4 yeah so so Toph the Zealot is very dead yeah good for us uh, very very dead um, next in the order is Vitria uh, who is going to um uh Healing, uh, healing word for Elion. Oh, thanks. D4 plus three, so you get six more health points. Yes. Yeah. Um. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Uh, now we're back to um, Quintus, the zealot who is still unconscious. Ve, the zealot who is not unconscious, um, says, uh. Uh, just hand over the witch, and and we we can just we can just go home. We can walk away from this. I, we don't want to do this either. Who's the witch? The the one who's who's running away from us. What did What's they do? Deal. Which one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> the woman. The human. You're hitting us, so, uh... <laughs> you could stop if you want. You started you it. Could, you, could, you could really cut it out. 
and uh, uh, Tuft the Zealot, um, or sorry, not Tuft the Zealot, Tuft the Zealot is unconscious, Vade the, oh, Vade the Zealot, <clears throat> uh, uh, looks a little like, now that you're, you're, you're kind of just talking to him, he just, he has like this glint in his eye that's like not quite, I don't want to say that you can see whether someone is rational, but he, he does not seem to be behaving in the way that like, he now just seems to be having a conversation with you. He looks, he like, looks like he's forgotten that he's been fighting you. Oh. Like, he doesn't see, the, he, the others are still fighting you. You're not out of combat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just not going to take an action this turn besides talking to you huh. Modi the Zealot um, is going to uh, use his bonus action to whack Vey on the side of the head with his spear and say hey what are you doing and then uh, uh, try to go for um, Akina with a two handed attack and um, plus three to hit does not hit. Um, and then Boar the Zealot is going to go for Foxglove and does not hit. Now it's going to be Zane who is going to hit uh, Boar the Zealot with a 17 from range um, and do two piercing damage Board the Zealot is also on his last legs. Um, Cruel, it's your turn. You have uh, three remaining Zealots standing. And, and how many of them are sort of only only one of them? Uh, <laughs> one one. Just to recap, one is still unconscious, and one two are unconscious. Two are one unconscious. is. Two are unconscious. One is like a conversationalist, and two are very much, uh, two are very much still combative. Huh. Okay. Um. Can I talk to? Um. I can't talk as like a bonus action, can I? Uh. Depending on what you will say, I might let you do a bonus action. Okay. Um. I think I might just like <laughs> I might just use like <clears throat> my turn to hide to cuz I'm I'm hurting pretty bad. Um so just I guess scuttle away uh out of danger and just talk to the one who is sort of like coming to his senses like hey do you know do you know where you are or what's happening? Okay. As you uh, scuttle out of the way of um, Modi the Zealot, um, he will get an attack of opportunity on you. Uh-oh. Um, so he's going to roll... Oof. That's a dirty 20. That'll hit you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, 
and you take 22 damage. Oh, oh cool. Oh. And I'm dead, I guess. <laughs> what the hell? How did that how did that challenge rating scale happen? How did that happen? What? I'm just That can't be right. I am now dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's right. I don't think that can be right. So, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to take the... Uh, I'm going to take the... Oh, the half damage of that, and then I'm going to average the two, because I don't think that this CR scale thing that I used mm -hmm. is working. Can I... I just, I just realized I still have that vial of um, purity nectar. Um, yeah. Can I treat that as like a healing item? And if so, does using it mean I drink all of it or can I like ration it out? Does it turn you into a vampire though? Mm, great follow up. <laughs> I will say you do not know what it does to you. <clears throat> great. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think if if Cruel would be willing to make that uh, experiment in the moment, then go for it. But you don't know what that thing's gonna do to you. Uh, Fox Club also, I think it was Fox Club also said that it's really important for the forest that's currently dying. <laughs> uh, this is a real well, Cruel. This is a real trolley problem you put yourself into. <laughs> Um, uh, I think I'll save it. I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, we're gonna we're gonna say that you didn't take twenty two damage. You took seventeen because okay. I, I think that I think that whatever, however many dice this thing was rolling, it rolled one too many dice. Yeah. So I'm now t I'm now taking, uh, how mu how much damage? 17 rather than 22 that would that would also kill me <laughs> really i thought you were at 23 out of 39 no okay. i because of like the thunderclap and the oh. other thing i was at like 11 oh i see i see okay <laughs> so all right so you're unconscious cool <laughs> okay um do i is unconscious do i as i as i'm unconscious do i let out that last like Hey man, do you know where you are? <laughs> and then bonk, and I'm, and I'm out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will let you do that. I, yeah. My head is turned, and then I just get punched in the face. <laughs> Blackout. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, Irsu, it's your turn. Um. Can I? And uh, can healing spells cannot revive people, right? We have kind of done it before. Is like that they can they can interrupt the process of the death saves, so you can heal someone in the middle of the death saves. Okay. okay, I'll do that for cruel. Okay. As promised. Yay! <laughs> Healing word. Yay! 
Um, D4 plus spellcasting ability, which is. It was a four last time I checked, but um, oh, it's whatever your charisma modifier is. Okay, so plus six. What? Okay, so ten. Wait a second. How's your charisma modifier plus six? Oh no, it's plus four. Sorry, I was looking at saving throws. Okay, so eight. <laughs> eight, eight, eight. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, healing word to cruel. Cruel, you were healed up back up to eight health points. Yay! Thank <laughs> um, you. <laughs> sort of. Cool. That was honestly so crazy back there. I like cannot believe. Uh-huh. Like you took that like a champ. I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Like I, that would have kicked the shit out of me. You're, and you're like so alive right now. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like staring off, <laughs> like like a boxer who's just been hit too hard. I'm just sort of yeah. like Eyes staring off. Yeah, he's yeah. got like his like broken teeth. Yeah, like. thousand yard stare. I'm like spinning, but like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh. okay. Um, so it's up to Fricky. Uh, Fricky uh, goes um, up to board the zealot and tries to hack his hack his leg off his uh, his uh, his goomba leg. Yeah. Uh, uh, Not his spectral goomba leg, his actual goomba leg. Yes, yeah. his, his full-on goomba leg. <laughs> He's got he's got no more spectral Goomba legs left. This is his last Goomba leg. Um, so he hits uh, and does a d6 worth of damage, which does maximum damage, and that will put Boar unconscious. Um, and it is now up to Akina, who is not going to shatter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they want to do that anymore to anybody. Um, Cruel gives a a little thumbs up, but like his thumb is bent in a weird way. He's just like, thank you. Yeah, um, no, actually, uh, uh, Akina comes over to you, and they're also not looking so good, but they uh, cast Cure Wounds on you, Cruel. Aww. Nice. Um, Thank you. Okay, so you get eight more health points. Oh, shit. Yeah. Thank you. 1d8 plus 4. Or 1d8 plus 3, rather. Um, yeah, so... Um, Akina just goes, don't mention it, and uh, spits out a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elion, it's your turn. Alright, so uh, what I'm gonna do uh, is... How many zealots are still alive? Uh, two. Two? Alright. So, uh... Hmm. Which one's healthier? Um, Modi the zealot is healthier. Vey the zealot is the one who was very chatty. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt on the healthier one. Okay. Pull your attack. 
Hold on a sec. Just want to make sure I know what I'm doing. Range spell attack. Alright. That's a 23 to hit. That will hit. That's not, na not natural. And then that's a uh, 4d6 radiant damage. And whoever attacks them next uh, gets advantage. Right. 46. So I think it said 46, like 46 <laughs> radiant. <laughs> Losing my mind. That's a total of 11, 11 radiant damage. Okay, nice. Uh, Modi is bloodied. And whoever attacks them next gets advantage on that. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and uh, use my bonus action to move my spiritual weapon. Is uh, is the other zealot within twenty feet? Uh, yeah. Of Okay, so, oh, uh, within twenty feet of the thing, the weapon, of of uh, of the melee that you were all in, yeah, the the weapon was was right. within twenty feet, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to move my spiritual weapon and uh, do the melee spell attack against that zealot. Okay. Oh no, that's a nat one. Never okay, mind. nope. <laughs> so that doesn't happen. But yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Foxglove um, is up and is going to. Um, ooh, now I'm now this is a game. Now I'm going to mispronounce every one of their spells. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Foxglove is going to cast Hiatmatel on. <laughs> uh, Foxglove casts Hiatmatel <laughs> on. <laughs> Quick, Foxglove, look at that, Metal. <laughs> that, that was fucking painful. <laughs> Quick, he at it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, on uh. the helm of... Um, of Modi the Zealot, who has to make a con save. Um, does not pass the con save. So takes 2d8 fire damage. Um, seven fire damage. So Modi's not looking too good, um, but takes off his helmet. Um, and uh, then we're back to Vitria who um, is going to cast um, Inflict Wounds. Ooh, that's a fun one. <laughs> on, very direct. Um, yeah. <laughs> Clues in the title. Yeah. Hey, what does this, what is this uh, attack do? It inflicts <laughs> wounds. <laughs> on Vey the Zealot. Um, 14 necrotic damage. Vey is looking horrible. Damn. Um, ah. He starts begging for his life. Ah. Beg harder. Oh, um, holy shit. Whoa. No, Damn. That, that, that's, that's, that's out of character. I don't think Elyon would say that. I was going to say, well, that's some cold shit, Elyon. That's very cold. <laughs> that's like something my bar my bard would say yeah. rather than Elyon. Beg harder. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um... 
now we've got Quint Quintus the Zealot who's unconscious, Vade the Zealot who spends his turn begging, Melody the Zealot who um, uh, begins backing up a little bit, but then throws his spear at Zane. Um, makes a ranged weapon attack. Oh, hits him. For 23 fucking damage. Jesus. Jeez, this thing's broken. Spears, Zane, spears are bad. <laughs> spears, like... spears are real bad. <laughs> this thing is... They'll uh, get you. This, uh, you sure do hurt. This challenge rating scaling uh, that I used to make their challenge rating not one-eighth, but one is a little broken. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, so Zane is unconscious now. Um... And it is now to you, Cruel. All right. So, sorry, I have a really terrible memory. Uh, how many? Oh, is it just the one zealot left? One is begging for his life, and the other just attacked Zane with his only weapon that he threw at him. <laughs> cool. I'm going to kick that nerd's ass. Um... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... I guess, yeah, I'll just make a straight, like, stab. Um, okay. Um, but You've still also, got sneak attack. Could I do another? I'd like to, I'd like a mulligan on my, um, <laughs> talk to them and see if they know, see if they're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, de depending on how well your attack goes, uh, I'll, I might let you talk to Vey the Zealot. All right. So, d20. Yeah, d20 plus your dex. Plus oh, dex, okay. That's gonna be 15. That does not hit. Ah, damn it. You jab at the armor and uh, your rapier is deflected. Ah, shit. Um, Sue, you're up. Shoo. Okay. Um, I, I'm so intrigued by the fact that they're backing up, but then they decide to keep fighting, but then they back up and then are there any of them who are still cowering or otherwise being less aggressive yeah Vey is uh, still begging okay I'm gonna yell Vey what do you want Vey uh, says we just wanted to purify the city we just want we just wanted the witch gone we just wanted to um, you know we 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 wanted to we wanted to purify her her illness and okay weirdo shit okay so weirdo yeah. shit can you get your friends to stop fighting us what can you get your friends to stop fighting us I I I I, I don't know what I can do in my current state but I, I I'll try um and I'm gonna who needs a healing word right now anybody. Uh, if not, I could use one. You take yeah, it. Yeah, that's all, right. all you. Then I'm gonna healing word of myself. Seven. Okay, so nice. Do that. Um. So. Uh. Da, 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 da. It is Fricky's turn. 
but he's looking a little like confused. He's, he doesn't really want to hurt anybody anymore at this point. Uh, he, he's still pretty angry at Modi, um, but he, he doesn't know Zane, so he doesn't feel any like personal vengeance drive. He's just like, ugh, this annoying asshole who literally just impaled this person who is trying to rescue me. Um, so he does he does eventually go up to Modi and go like, uh, fine, okay, um, I'll attack you, I suppose. D20 plus um, 3, 16 just meets the armor class, and the short sword does D6 damage. So Modi the Zealot is starting to look pretty rough. <laughs> um... <laughs> His Logan. Now we are not good. <laughs> not good. Now we're back to now we're doing down to Akina, who is um going to oh, no. uh, uh I guess I'll just have uh Akina do mass cure wounds. A wave of healing energy washes out from a point of your choice within range, choose up to six creatures. Each target regains hit points equal to 3d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Oh, sweet. So. What? So what did I just heal for? Uh, <laughs> is that... Is that... It's a pretty high level spell. Wait, Akina's a bard, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I hope I get that <laughs> in my other campaign. Um, so that's uh, 3d8 plus... 4. Okay, you are all healed 23 hit points. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, 7 plus 8 plus Full 4 plus health, 4. Full health, motherfuckers. Yeah, you guys are looking pretty good. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> the vibes are on. Vibes are back on. Aw, <laughs> oh, hell so, yeah. So, um... I look pretty good for a dead bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elion, it's your turn. Okay, so how many are left again? Just the one who's begging for his life and the other who is not begging for his life. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take care of the still hostile one. Uh, fuck it, guiding bolt again. Okay. Uh, that's a ranged spell attack. Mm-hmm. Does a 12 hit? It does not. Alright. Alright, I'm gonna try again. Let's go with... Uh... Ooh. I haven't done this yet. I'm gonna... I'm going to... Just look him in the eye and just point... And a bell goes off in the distance, and I cast Toll the Dead. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, the the guy must uh, succeed on a wisdom save. Okay. Let's see how he does. 12. That's does that save? T- 12 against my spellcasting ability. My, uh... Your DC. My, uh, yeah, my DC. Twelve does not hit. So he and he since doesn't save. Okay. He does not save, and since he's missing hit points, uh, he takes one d twelve necrotic damage. Damn. Okay. Yeah. 
Where's my it's, it's this one. It fell on the ground. Maybe it's a sign. Mm -mm. You shouldn't have done that, Ollie. <laughs> Three. Okay. Bloody the zealot. Looks more mad than anything. <laughs> Don't you point your finger at me! Don't you know that's rude? He's like, damn it, that hurt! <laughs> Ow, what was that for? Ow! Foxglove <laughs> is up and is going. Foxglove is. Um. Foxglove is just. Not not having any of it. They've still got Shillelagh up on on their uh, on their um, their uh, their quarterstaff because it still hasn't even been a minute yet in this fight. Um, so they they just go and uh, they just knock. Um, <laughs> they, they just <laughs> knock Modi on the head. <laughs> they just bonk him real good. Go to Zealot Jail. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Bonk. Yeah. Um, doesn't look like it does much though. Uh, they don't. They don't hit his armor class. Um, and next is uh, Vitria, who ha gets the same idea. Um, just goes like, "God damn it! Fine," and uh, rolls with her mace. Um, does hit. And Moldy the Zealot is hanging on to life by a thread that does not seem to want to break. Um, and Vey the Zealot spends the rest of his turn once again pleading for his life. Moldy the Zealot also drops to his knees and starts pleading for his life. Huh. Cruel, it's your turn. Uh... Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I might just, uh, uh, you know, I, I want to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk to them anymore? No, no, I, I want to talk. Mood. I'm like, I think if oh. they're begging, I think, mm. <laughs> hey, 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 y'all. Uh, so do you, random, ran, random question. Do you guys know where you are or what you're doing? All I know is that we've found ourselves in this accursed forest with this witch, and I just want to go back to Una. I just want to go back to my home city. Hmm. Can Elion pull an Aldo Rain? Like, what are you gonna do when you get home? You gonna take your <laughs> uniform? No. Uh, but I think Elian's going to say, "What are you going to do when you get back to your home city? Are you going to terrorize more innocents?" I I I don't know what you mean. We we are we are we are trying to make sure that the city is. We are trying to make sure that the city is safe from from the cause of, of Anton's fire. So you think this woman that you were pursuing was the cause of all this? Somehow. 
she was the only one remaining healthy and we don't we don't know how and she wouldn't explain it to us all we want is answers hmm. did you try asking nicely <laughs> nah. they, he's so, so serious but he's like i mean he's got a point like just fucking, fucking. so muddy so muddy goes like muddy kind of glowers and Vay goes like huh <laughs> <laughs> oh you just pulled the whole you just pulled the whole military intimidation thing didn't you um so uh roll insight actually Uh, wait, do I have proficiency on insight? I do. Does this, what does a 16 do? 16 will tell you that these people joined the zealots of Una, truly believing that that was how they were going to save the city from Anton's fire. And at least Modi still probably believes that. Um, they is maybe a little more opportunistic um, is looking out for himself a little bit more. Um, now that he's been like, you don't know how much the legend of the order of vines has spread, but you do know that the order of vines has been trying to spirit people away from the city of Una and like disappearing people from Una for their own protection against the zealots. So you don't know how much their influence has spread among the zealots, but you know that meeting them has probably and being like decimated by them um, has has almost definitely confirmed any fears um, that these people may have had about the Order of Vines. So um, these people are think it's super afraid. <laughs> Do the rest of you think it's more dangerous to leave them alive or? Hmm, I don't, it kind of just seemed like I saw on one of their faces for just a split second that like they didn't, it looked like they didn't know any better and that they were afraid. That's, and, and, and we did kind of beat the majority of them into unconsciousness. Um, yeah. Yeah. We've demonstrated our ability to beat the shit out of them. I think I think they've suffered enough. <laughs> Maybe, although I'm open to input. Okay. So, are you guys going to spare these uh, soldiers? Uh, I just don't. I just don't know what they're going to do, hmm. because they could just send more after us if we let them go. Hmm. Well, do they? Are they aware that we are like not the uh like which? Yeah, that that we are not the threat. You guys know that we're not the threat, right? We didn't cause Anton's fire. I don't know anything of the sort. I mean, I don't know who you are. I d I've never seen you in Una before, but 
Oh, okay, so why did you come in here and attack us? We were following the witch. Okay, so what does that have to do with us, though? What did the witch do? The witch is the witch is a citizen of Una, mm. who is staying healthy somehow. Wouldn't tell. Wouldn't give us the secrets for how to stay healthy in the face of Anton's fire. Mm. Why didn't she? We don't know. She just won't give us any answers. Is she still here? Like the the. Um, make a perception check. All right. Uh, fifteen. Uh, yeah, she is in the area. She's near one of the standing stones in the clearing. Okay. Um, she's kind of hiding out. She's like miming like a like a chopping motion. She's like, get on with it. Why won't you kill them already? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, Tensions are clearly high. I, I almost died uh, for a second. So <laughs> let's just take it all down a few notches. <laughs> Elion goes over to the woman, and I think he wants to try talking to her. Mm. Okay. That's a good idea. So Elion goes over to her and just asks, hey, are you okay? The woman is is panicked. She, um, she, she, like, is shuddering and chattering her teeth, and her lips are actually turning a little blue with the, not just the cold, but also this panic i recognize that panic is why i use a weighted blanket uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> mood. uh same <laughs> i ollie not i elion uh elion sort of like drapes his cloak across her shoulders she kind of weakly are you com- are, are you are you comfortable answering a few questions i don't i mean no harm um do a medicine check Medicine. Oh, I've got proficiency, bitch. Oh god, I lost my dog. <laughs> Elion has proficiency. Ali loses his dog. Ali, not so Elion's much. Got proficiency. Elliot. Elion's got proficiency. Ali does not. How does a what does a fourteen do? Um, fourteen will tell you that. Um, uh, fourteen will give you uh, some like basic information about her her vitals um you basically uh she doesn't seem to be physically ill in terms of like she's not poisoned she doesn't have anton's fire Mm -hmm. um she tells you her name pilia um but she is not really in a state to answer questions right now she's um she just keeps saying, please, I'm the only one left. I'm the only one. You must, you have to deliver me to safety. You've got to deliver me away. Hmm. Okay. And uh, actually, Akina comes over and looks at her and says, listen, like this, ha- this happens a lot with, with we've, we've done this a lot of times with, not recently, but in in the past few weeks when there was a more concentrated stream of refugees out of Una, um, we had to do this a lot and this was a pretty common site. So I think it's best if we just let her sleep. We'll, we'll set up a tent for her and mm. um, help her sleep. Um, we'll ask her our questions in the morning. Yeah. Uh, next, or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I um, reach into my pocket, I guess, to pull out a piece of parchment um, and just make like a little origami flower and give it to her. Not like expecting anything of it, but just like offering it to her with both hands. <laughs> are we letting this... Are we letting the soldiers go, or are other people guarding them? Uh, there were so Zane, um, who Zane, who is recovering from his unconsciousness, um, is being tended to by Vitria, but Foxglove is keeping an eye on the soldiers. Okay. Um, and Pelia uh, accepts the flower with this very vacant look on mm. her face. Mm. Um, and. Um, I don't know. Uh, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to leave the the soldiers to Foxglove for a while, or? Um... Uh, I I would kind of like to. I mean, there's a part of me that definitely wants to like. Uh, we've 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 fought with weapons. Now I want to fight with words. <laughs> these these individuals. Um, I don't think I want to leave Foxglove alone with them, yeah. just in case they try to attack yeah. again. Yeah, that's a very good point. So okay. So um, so uh, Foxglove has just succeeded in uh, tying the uh, two soldiers together with vines, mm. like. They planted their quarter staff in the ground and vines snaked up out of the ground <laughs> to tie them together. It was creepy and awesome. Um, cool. <laughs> and the Kinky. soldiers are just like, oh, God. Oh, it's so rad. Oh, I hate it. What? Oh, yeah. sick. I'm trapped. It looks, why does it look so cool? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, uh, and and then Foxglove like 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 dusts off their their quarter staff and like blows blows off on it. Oh, he's like, oh hell yeah, Shalala. Sh <laughs> 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 and the soldiers go like, what? Shalala. <laughs> ah Sh uh, yes. I love Shauna. So. They're my favorite. <laughs> Shavasana. It's my favorite post yoga. Pose. <laughs> um, so that's where we're going to end our session tonight. All right. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Polyvox. I've been Rune Davino Collins, and we've been your Anthro Gang today. Special thanks to Grace Coberly, who composed the music that we used for the dream sequence and the outro. Originally, it was a setting of William Wordsworth's poem The Daffodils for four treble voices, and they were kind enough to let me turn it into a synthy dream cover. You should definitely check out Grace's other stuff, especially Daffodils, because it was super pretty before I fooled around with it. It occurred to me while I was editing this that some of you who are not the cast uh, might also want to see what Ursula and the Pendant look like, so I'll be posting the Pendant of the Mad Worker on our Twitter feed, at AnthroGang. I'll also be using the Pendant as our cover art for Armchair Analysis episodes. Speaking of Twitter, if you like our show, please do tweet us, at AnthroGang. Spread the word to your friends, and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. 
We've also recently dropped on Google Podcasts. And speaking of armchair analysis, stay tuned, because that's coming up next. Thanks again for listening.